three, two, one. You are now listening to the Heartbeat Show podcast. Enjoy the show. This is Tim Hart, branch manager of Van Dyke Mortgage. Hope everyone is doing well. So this time of year, Lee County, I'm in the mortgage business. Uh, one of the big things in Lee County is homestead exemption. And I got with me the man that can answer any of these questions that knows about homestead more than anybody. Maybe him and Ken Wilkinson may have a battle on who knows more, right? But we got today a property appraiser, Matt Caldwell. Matt, thanks for joining us with us, buddy. Absolutely. Glad to be here. And uh, listen, I'll give that contest to Ken after 40 years as a property appraiser. Uh, I've, I've only been here for five months, so don't try to stack me up quite that high yet. <laughs> you're, you're already, I don't blame you, man. That guy's a legend. Uh, yeah. What experience. So Matt, well, you just recently won. So let's, um, before we get into, I want to just know a little bit about you and your new job and stuff. Um, but just so anyone that's here, we letters went out to people in Lee County uh, we're going to discuss it. It confused a few people um, that, you know, we'll figure to be worth talking about and also homestead exemption. But before we get into that, Matt, tell us, man, congratulations on your, your new job, your new position you won in November. So, you know, fill us in. What was that like for you? Absolutely. So a little of my background. I've uh, grown up in Lee County my whole life. I met my wife here at FJCU. Uh, we've got a daughter in middle school here. You know, Lee County is home. And uh, I served in the Florida House, was elected and served there from 2010 to 2018. Uh, but even before that, uh, going back to while I was in college, I've been in the real estate appraisal business. I, I started out on, on the fee appraisal side. So working with, with folks like yourself, uh, you know, the, the kind of appraisals most of your viewers are going to be familiar with. Somebody comes out uh, to take a look at your house because you're getting a mortgage and, you know, you're going to see that form report with three or five or six comps. Uh, that, that was my background. I eventually got into commercial appraisal. Uh, and then uh, obviously, as you pointed out, uh, after having served in the House uh, here in the 2020 election cycle, uh, Ken Wilkinson, who had been our property appraiser for my whole life, he got elected in 1980 and, and I was born in 81. So literally the only property appraiser I've ever known, uh, he decided to retire and uh, was uh, gracious enough to support me to, to replace him. And uh, we did uh, when the, the uh, primary and the general uh, came into office, we actually get sworn in in January, but uh, again, he was uh, eager to have me get in and learn the ropes. So he brought me in in the fall on a part-time basis to, to work that transition, get to know the staff here, uh, get kind of embedded with them and, and uh, understand kind of the things they were looking to do and how I could uh, kind of bring my vision uh, for the operation. Uh, but, but since the uh, handover, uh, the first uh, week of January, uh, we've been off to the races, focused on the things we got to focus on. You, you pointed out the, the first piece of mail you're, you've gotten with my name on it is the, uh, the homestead exemption uh, renewal. And uh, for uh, the folks that, that uh, looked at it carefully, uh, might have surprised them, you know, looking at local government and, and being efficient. Uh, you know, we told them they didn't have to do anything as long as what was in the letter was true. And uh, that, that probably left a, a few people scratching their head, sure enough. Well, you know, it's so funny you say that because it happened to me, you know, and I was reading, I was like, wait, what is this? And then I read it again, I'm like, oh, it's just saying that I'm good. And, 
you know, carry on my life type thing. But I think you're right. You know, we, uh, I don't want to trash government here, but like, you know, Southwest Florida, you know, some of these things in our government really run smooth. You know, you guys are one, uh, I think our Lee County elections, um, you know, board does an amazing job too. And so to be able to like, Hey, you don't have to do anything. Here's your letter. You know, you're good to go. And that's all that letter was going out to people, right? Matt saying, Hey, your homestead exemption is fine. You already filed. It's carrying over to this year. No worries. Correct. Well, that's exactly right. So the, the exemption process has to be renewed every single year, whether you're talking about a homestead or any of the other exemptions and classifications, you know, nonprofits get, get exemptions. You've got agricultural users that get classifications. All of those have to be renewed every single year. For the homestead exemption, the legislature has allowed that to be automatic and uh, pretty straightforward. You know, our office has the property record. We can see, you know, your property hasn't sold. Uh, there hasn't been a new deed to, to change the ownership name. We haven't seen anything from, say, the driver's license or the voter record to show that you're living somewhere else. And so we can take that data and say, look, these folks, unless we've missed something, uh, they should be eligible to automatically renew and, and this process should be seamless. Uh, when you consider that Lee County has uh, over 550,000 individual real estate parcels, uh, do the math on, on how important it is for our uh, end of things to be able to, to find some part of those parcels and say, okay, let's streamline the process, let's make it automatic. And so uh, that's why this letter goes out is just to confirm hey, we looked at the public records, we don't see anything's changed. Uh, unless there's something we missed, you're good to go for the year. And uh, hey, look for the letter to come next January, February. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've been warned, if you remember this video, next January, same thing's going to happen. You're, you're going to get it again. Um, so they have to, uh, let's, you, you bought a house, let's talk about homestead exemption real quick, filing of it. Um, bought a house in 2020, right? Um, what is the window for them filing homestead exemption? Sure. So for the new folks, uh, you have until March 1st to file for that homestead exemption, uh, unless you have some specific extenuating circumstances. And, and our office uh, is going to be uh, very generous in trying to, to look out for the taxpayer. Uh, you know, we're, we're not going to have patience for people trying to scam the system. But, you know, just let us know if, if you miss that date because of something that, that legitimately happened that you had to deal with uh, in your life. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, the goal is get it in by March 1st. That helps us, again, looking at the, the big picture. We've got more than half a million parcels. We've got to come up with all the answers for uh, through this process before July uh, when everybody has those trim notices come out that tell you what the next year's values are and what the tax rates might be based on the, the other decisions that have to be made. You know, we got to get all of these things done upstream of that. Uh, and so that March 1st deadline is what we work on for the homestead exemption process. Um, one corollary to that for your homeowners that uh, have moved within Florida, uh, whether it's locally or somewhere in, in Florida, they also have that portability option. Uh, on our ballot last November was an extension of the time period that you can use that portability from 24 months to 36 months. And so now uh, just make sure, again, folks that are listening to this, if you have lived somewhere else in Florida, you had a homestead there, you have up to 36 months, uh, depending on how the calendar falls, but 36 month period to move that, to port that homestead savings so that you don't lose uh, that savings you built up where you were living before. Gotcha, gotcha. And so uh, homestead exemption can be filed online, 
correct? That that's exactly right. And uh, unless again, there's something uh, that doesn't match up on our records, you know, we're going to look at the voter record. We're going to look at the driver's license database. If for some reason you've got a disagreement there, we might need you to still uh, contact us. But if everything's uh, in agreement, it should be a seamless one, two minute process for you to just go online, uh, fill out the online uh, data and it'll get the process for you right away. Cool. So what would be um, what would be a problem or what's your common problem uh, that someone closed in 2020 and uh, their homestead exemption either got delayed or turned down? What's usually the what do cost, what do borrowers need to do or uh, make sure they don't do to make sure that the transaction goes smooth with you? Well, uh, so, for example, if you bought your property just in December, um, maybe you haven't yet updated your driver's license, you're probably not going to be able to use our online portal because the databases aren't going to match yet. Um, that, that, that's going to be a, just a timing issue. Uh, and again, we're glad to help you uh, if you want to come into the office. We're here on the fourth floor downtown. Uh, we'll, we'll get it sorted out for you. Do you guys uh, are open? If, you want to come in in person? We, we are open. Uh, we're, we're wide open for, for in-person meetings. Our, our public service staff, uh, we, we are uh, requesting and we have them wear masks so everybody is, is comfortable interacting with each other. Uh, but, but we're here to, to serve the public. Now, again, we're, we're looking for ways to make it efficient for the taxpayer and, and for us. So, you know, you look at the, the totality of the homestead uh, exemptions we deal with, a couple hundred thousand in the county, we renew as automatically as many as possible. Uh, we've, we've got the online option that as long as the other uh, databases where we get your identifying information from, mostly the driver's license database, as long as those match up, uh, it's pretty seamless. Uh, and, and if you don't fall in one of those two categories, then we're here uh, to help you. Uh, and you can give us a call uh, or come in uh, to the office and we'll get it sorted out for you. <clears throat> gotcha. I love that you guys are open. Thank you. Um, yeah. You know, welcome to Florida, everybody. Lee County, open for business. Uh, yes, I had a, uh, those are good, that's good info on the homestead because, you know, there's a few times a year where someone will call us a refinance or something. And, you know, it's been a primary residence and we pull up their tax documents and they never filed homestead. And it, it almost drives me nuts. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you, cost yourself like a grand a year now like mm-hmm. and not for doing it so if you're watching this you guys take advantage of homestead exemption make sure you file don't waste the last minute um, get it done asap and save some money it's your money and they're offering it the savings to you um i had a quick question for you um this happened a couple of days ago and i how how would you how do you handle this now because I think this is going to become probably more of a question you're going to be getting uh, as time goes on. Because, you know, Matt, what we're seeing in the mortgage business is so many people are uh, can now move here or move to wherever they want because they now are able to work remote. Their companies aren't sure. going back mainly due to cost um, because they're like, hey, we don't need to be in this big office building. So now they can work remote. They don't have to live in Jersey or New York or, you know, wherever they're at. They're moving to low tax states like us uh, or the weather or whatever. So they can work remote, but some of them are doing these as vacation homes right now. And ultimately they plan on moving into it. So if you close on a vacation home and your, your documents say a vacation home uh, and I closed a month or two ago, 
But now all of a sudden I, I say, look, this is my, I've moved, I've sold my house. Now it's my primary. Um, it doesn't matter when you did that close, that vacation home, as long as you show driver's license and stuff matching up, would that be correct? Yeah, our uh, evaluation is what was the status of the home as of January 1st. Uh, and so again, for people to, to remember that the application deadline is March 1st, but what matters is what was the use of the property on January 1st? That's the way uh, we develop the, the value, for example. The, the value we come up for all these properties is based on the value January 1st, not any other day of the year. And the same thing applies to all of the exemptions or the classifications what was the use? So if that was your homestead on January 1st, that's the place that you had as your primary residence, uh, regardless of if earlier in the year, you know, the way you did your loan or the way you were living, you know, back in August or July, that's not really relevant to us. Our question is on January 1st, was that the place that you considered home and used as your primary residence? And, and you have some way of, of demonstrating that. That's where you get your mail. That's where your driver, where your driver's license address is, is, is usually the most dispositive thing to say, look, there's no way to dispute it. You're, you're a Florida resident. That's where, you're, where your mail comes for legal purposes. So that's your residence. Um, if, if you haven't gotten that done yet, there's maybe a couple other ways that you can kind of demonstrate that that's where you live. Um, but, but the easiest way is get your driver's license updated, get that converted. Uh, and then there's no question and we can get it done for you. Yeah. Okay. Good. So I answered that properly. <laughs> yep. good, good, good to know. Um, cool. Well, Hey, uh, Matt, um, what's your, what's your, you mentioned earlier about the vision for the property appraiser yours. Um, you mind sharing that with us? Like what, what's your plans next? Is, is this a four, it's a four year term, right? It is a four year term. So it, it comes up in, in every presidential election cycle. And uh, look, my vision really isn't radically different than Ken. You know, Ken uh, always said that his job was to be an advocate for the taxpayer. And, and I think that's exactly what this role is about. You know, Florida takes property taxes very, very seriously. Uh, in order for you to get a tax bill, three different people or entities have to make a decision. You know, on, on one side of the ledger is your local government, whether it's your county or your city or your school board, they set the tax rate, the, the millage rate. That, that is multiplied against your value. On the other end of the spectrum is the tax collector. The tax collector doesn't work for the county commission, doesn't work for the city council. They're elected by the people independently. Uh, our tax collector is, is new as well, Noel Branning. Uh, her job is to send you the bill. Uh, and, and our office is, is sitting in the middle of that. You know, Again, just like the tax collector, the property appraiser doesn't work for the county, doesn't work for the city. Uh, we're elected, I'm elected directly by the taxpayers, and my job is to, is to fairly and equitably come up with an opinion of value for every single one of the properties in this county. It doesn't matter to me what the tax rate is, and it doesn't matter to me what the tax collector is going to do when they send you the bill. My job is to try to represent the taxpayer uh, as fairly as possible and be your advocate. Um, now, that, that's kind of the every year job, but it can really set a bigger example. And it's one that I, I'm going to try to continue. You know, he was the author of the Save Our Homes expansion back in the early 90s, the, 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 the homestead exemption becoming a, a, a buildup of tax savings over the years. And then he authored, uh, amongst a number of other constitutional amendments, the portability amendment, the one that allowed you to take that savings and then move it to a new property. 
and, and so following that, you know, I just got back last week. I was in Tallahassee at the at the annual property appraisers convention, uh, advocating with the legislature, uh, working on proposed changes. For example, there's a another exemption for widows uh, in circum certain circumstances. It's it's old, uh, meaning that the number is only a five hundred dollar assessment savings, which realistically only means about $8 in property taxes, um, it hasn't been moved for inflation. And so we were pushing to, to get that increased up to maybe $5,000 of property value. And, and you would get uh, hopefully some real tax savings. About 100 bucks is probably what we would mean in the tax bill at the end of the day. Uh, so continuing to not only be an advocate in my role and every year's process between the, the local governments and the tax collector, but but also working in Tallahassee to push for those kind of tax reforms and tax savings that are going to help protect uh, the property owner and the taxpayer here in Florida. Gotcha. Hey, besides the taxpayer, who's your boss? Do you have one? Uh, we don't. We don't. Now, we work with the State Department of Revenue. Uh, the, the data that we generate, uh, all of those opinions of value for the 500,000 plus parcels, uh, we submit that to, to DOR for them to review and, and they uh, look at it. They look at all 67 uh, counties just to make sure, you know, we're following the, the standards and accepted practices uh, of the industry. Uh, but ultimately, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an independent constitutional officer. The, the Florida Constitution has five offices in every county, the sheriff, uh, the clerk of courts, the supervisor of elections, the tax collector, and the property appraiser. Uh, and, and, you know, we have a relationship with the county uh, commission. We have a relationship with the Department of Revenue. Uh, but we really are only answerable ultimately to the to the voters uh, who decide uh, to put us in these positions. Huh. Interesting. I don't think yeah. I, I didn't know that. So, yeah. um, Matt, you got anything else you want to add, bud? That was a lot of good information. Thank you. Well, I, I'm certainly glad to, to come on anytime and, and talk about issues. There, there's a lot to this office and, and most of it, uh, you know, I, I'm learning more, as I said. Uh, I've been on the job uh, for only about five months now, so so don't try to compare me to Ken's knowledge uh, for all that time. But uh, th there's a lot uh, that goes on, uh, particularly in a county like this, with as much diversity as we have between the waterfront all the way to the to the ag uh, agricultural yeah. production we still have, and you know urban and suburban areas in between. So uh, a lot to deal with, and uh, I'm just glad to to have a chance to chat today, and and glad to do it again uh, as issues arise. Yeah, cool. I appreciate it too. And thank you. And you guys, um, again, if you're in Lee County, I, you know, been doing this in the mortgage business for a long time. And so we got to look at other counties' websites. And it's, we have a uh, blessing here, if you want to say, for that website, LEPA. We all call it LEPA. Everyone knows this LEPA, LEPA.org. Um, the site is awesome, user friendly. There's tax estimators on it. You can see all your property records everything on there they do a great job it's a great office it's well run shout out to ken for building it shout out to matt for keeping it going so matt again dude appreciate your time um and uh, wish you the best of luck in your new job man next four years so thank you excellent thanks tim i appreciate it no problem and hey you guys don't forget i put out content like this a lot a lot more mortgage related content coming up uh subscribe to the youtube channel if you're watching it there or the audio podcast well, subscribe wherever the hell you're watching it. You're watching or listening to it somewhere. Just press subscribe and uh, maybe you'll get the next video coming out. So Matt, again, thanks, bud. Have a great day and see everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.
you for listening to The Heartbeat Show Podcast.